This is the Life Never Ends podcast, but we put it out there so it lives forever. Welcome back to the Life Never Ends podcast. I'm your host, A-Rod, and I got Dr. Phil, I mean, Trent with me. <laughs> shout out to Chance Boy. for the uh, Macklemore and Dr. Phil nicknames. Didn't shout him out last time, so I'll shout him out this time. Oh, and uh, if you need your car detailed, give him my boy, the real Chance Burden. He'll hook you up. Um, also, one more shout out. The uh, Honest Abe's opening up on the east side. That should be opening up soon. I'm going to try and have a little advertisement in there for the podcast. So hopefully that comes through. But yeah, getting it together. Yeah. Yeah, man, I signed up for a Spartan race this week. So about to start training for that. You ever been to one or saw how they sort go of. down? I've never done one, but I have seen like some videos and stuff. But I am a track runner at heart, so. Do they give you details on like what kind of obstacles you have to run? Oh, yeah, you kind of just gotta train for whatever. You don't really know what's gonna be there. Yeah, you just gotta be trained for endurance, pretty much stuff like that. Like it's gonna be a whole bunch of. I think you run three miles, and then there's twenty obstacles within those three miles that you gotta go through. So yeah, it's gonna be pretty intense. Yeah, uh, that's cool. And shout out to everybody that's been listening to the podcast, man. Uh, we see it. Uh, just let us know if y'all need it. Y'all want to put anything on the podcast? Because I mean, once we put it out there, it's gonna live forever. Just trying to build a little inter- an internet community type deal. Just build this whole brand up and whatnot, and keep rocking with it, man. For sure. How was your week, man? What happened this week? Uh, started off off one this week, and then around Wednesday afternoon, I got back on one. So we were good that? to go. Uh, so when I have bad days, I like to refer to it as I was off one that day, and then a good day, I'm on one. Had a so rough, rough start to the week. Yeah. I'm starting to have a rough ending to the week. I'm ready, so ready for the week to be over with, get work over with, and whatnot. Because I'm going on vacation, leaving Saturday. That's why we're doing this podcast a little early. Kind of, we want to put it out there once a week. So getting it done, getting it done for y'all. Yeah, going to Universal Studios. Never been. That should be fun. Last time I went, it was probably about eight years ago or so, but it was fun back then, and I'm sure they made plenty of uh, plenty of new stuff. That Hulk ride is awesome. I'm ready. I'm really ready to fly. I haven't flew in like six or seven years. Yeah, so I'm ready to fly. Oh shit! I didn't like flying. I like adrenaline. Like I don't stuff, mind though. it. I'll, I'll, yeah, I didn't really get one from it though. Like I don't mind it. I'll do it. It's just going through all the checks and stuff is such a hassle, which I got that pre-TSA check-in now, so you don't even, you just like skip through all the there. bullshit. Yeah. Uh, you apply for it on some website. I forgot what it is exactly. I could send I it to really you afterwards. But to even really, once every six years is going to be all right. But I did learn two new things this week. Um, so I judge shows that if they teach me something about myself, it's a good show. And Game of Thrones has taught me that I am very into foreign women. Trying to get you a centurita. <laughs> I don't know. 
uh, whenever Daenerys starts talking those stupid languages, just does something to me. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. So they don't even have to be Spanish. I mean, any kind of foreign. I mean, they they do have some uh, nice-looking foreign women out there. I think it's just the accents for me. What was the second thing? Oh, Anthony Mackie. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's an actor. He played Falcon in all the MCU Marvel Avengers stuff. No, I did not. He's a pretty big guy. Do you ever watch Pain and Gain? That's about all I know from him. But he's from New Orleans. Didn't know that. Speaking of New Orleans, want to talk, do, do a little sports talk? Or you got uh, yeah, something we can else? just jump into sports and then we'll uh, do the main topic after. Do that. That'll work. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of New Orleans, Pelicans rookie went off last night. Yes, he did. For what? 37? And I kind of can't wait until Lonzo Ball gets traded. Because I think it's going to happen. You I think, think they'll be able get to? What they want. I but I mean, he's just such such a liability from uh, his. He just, he's good at moments. Like, he's good in spurts. Mm-hmm. And just sometimes it's like, what the hell are you doing, dude? And he, yeah, he's inconsistent as hell. He cannot finish at the rim for anything. He's 6'7", but he gets to the goal, and, like, he gets afraid to shoot the ball. Instead of just laying it up, he'll pass it out or something like that, or he'll miss the layup. He has no floater game. I don't know if you know what a floater game is, but it's just a little touch. Yeah, yeah he has little, no, touch. No, no touch. That, I mean... His jump shot is inconsistent as hell. I would just really like to see him get traded and Cena kill Nall, as they call him, because his name is long as hell. It's Nikhil Alexander. Yeah, very I, didn't, I wasn't even going to try. I just go by that with him. So I can't wait to see okay. Nall. I wasn't I even going to try to start at the point guard position because, I mean, he started this week, right. come out with 37 points. And then the game before that, he played well, I mean, too. He's been playing good all season. He just don't have the minutes consistently. Right. Kind of like what they did with Jackson Hayes, because he played yeah. good his rookie he's just, year. He's, they're so raw. I mean, his uh his defense is terrible. Which one? Jackson Hayes. Because he's long. He he might look good. Be- well, he, he I don't might believe look you because, because on highlights and stuff, he's just blocking shots, this and that. But normally rookies and whatnot are even second-year players. They're a little slower defensively learning like rotations and all that technical stuff that you need to learn. It just takes a while. Yeah, the only two games I've seen Jackson Hayes play, he, he had like five blocks in each of them. That's why I kind of made that face, but I'll, the, I'll take you The, the highlights, I mean, are very deceiving. And the dunks. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a freaking all-star when he's dunking the damn ball. And he's fucking 7-2. Big trade happened this week. James Harden to the Nets. Oladipo to the Rockets. So is he just and all they of have a sudden, bunch of other when he gets there, there to the Nets, just going to become skinny again? Because he's just been fat. Probably. That's, that's what they're saying. Uh, a lot, apparently, he ate his way out of Houston. He was like, fuck it. If y'all want to trade me, I'm just going to keep eating barbecue and going to strip clubs every night. If he was really trying, he professional athletes are paid way too much money to just be fat at the end of the day. I don't think that's what it is. I don't think. I, I think once he gets to Brooklyn, he'll be all right. But Brooklyn's got a crazy situation. Uh, if they could put it together, they're going to be pretty unstoppable. I mean, you got three scorers on that team. But, I mean, it's such a, they're such a wild card because 
Kyrie Irving is kind of all over the fucking. You don't even know what this dude's doing right now. He's don't even want to play. I love what he's doing. I'm a, I'm an agent of chaos, and I just love it. Cause like you said, nobody knows. He's not really saying anything. He's just not playing. I thought I thought he was gonna be involved in that trade. Yeah. I thought that's I feel like KD was involved more than anything. Yeah. He's like, give me He's another wild card because I mean his. He's been playing good, mm-hmm. but I mean he's got to watch he, that Achilles though. He just came that's off a bad injury. injury. Yeah, it's hard. That's hard to come back from. So that's why I'm just saying it's a wild card. And then you don't really know what the bench depth's gonna be, because I mean they've had injuries. I know they got Jared Allen, but I mean what else did they really have? He wasn't part us? of the trade pack. Don't believe. No, not Jared Allen. I, I'm thinking of DeAndre Jordan. They still have him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had no idea. Did you watch the uh, Alabama game, the national championship? I watched the last five minutes of, like, the first half. And Devontae Smith is an animal. I've seen highlights. I honestly didn't watch the game because I was so busy this week editing videos and doing this and doing that. Um, But, man, I got to looking at it. Nick Saban, since he's been at Alabama, has six national championships. The first one was in 2009, 2011, 2012, 2015, 2017, 2020. He's never gone more than three years without a national championship. That's crazy. Insane. Talk about a dynasty. Oh, yeah. Dude, and LSU could have had that. Could have. He was the coach of LSU. If they let him walk out the door, there's too much politics with LSU football, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Politics. Yeah. Boosters, this and that. They want to control the team, and he, Nick Saban wants nothing to do with that. He wants to be the one controlling the the recruiting. He'll just he'll just let Alabama themselves pay him, pay the players instead of the boosters. Exactly. I respect. <laughs> I got another topic. Okay. Steelers getting their ass kicked by the Browns. Yeah. Okay. I was dead wrong on all my picks last week. I, I go said, ahead, rub it in. I said that I thought the Browns. Had a chance. Team, I team of they, destiny. I think they have a chance this week. I, th- I think I think so, too. Actually, if we were going to make picks for this weekend, I was going to go back pretty much on everything I said last weekend. Just contradict the hell out of myself. I, I, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I'm saying that they have a very good chance of beating them just because the Browns are kind of playing with no fear. They have no nothing to lose. Think about it. Nobody expected them to beat the Steelers because they had all of these injuries. They had all of the COVID situation. Yeah. All the coaches were out. So they were playing last week with nothing, to, no care in the world. Just screw it. We out here to play. We're going to do what we can. And they lit up fucking kicking ass. So I think if they do the same thing and run the ball like they did last week, dude, they have the recipe to beat them. And the thing about the Chiefs is they play around. They like to play with their food. So they play around for the first three quarters, and they're like, okay, we'll be all right. We could just turn it up in the fourth, and we'll be fine. One day, that's not going to work. And I don't think I, don't, I think next weekend's a day. They keep teams around. Yeah. They keep teams around, and they... They have fun. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm thinking... Back to the Steelers. This is my original rant before I even thought about the Browns. Was Juju the problem instead of Antonio Brown from the beginning? At least, at least Antonio Brown was good. 
don't know. I think their run game and lack thereof is more of a problem than anything. No, but I'm talking about the Antonio and Juju situation from back yeah. a year ago or so. Um, I mean, I don't I don't think Antonio's as bad as everybody makes him out to be. I really don't. No. I think he kind of did lose his mind for a minute. Oh, well, yeah. But they probably should have helped him out a little bit more. When Vontez Burfick knocks your top off at 100 miles an hour across the field. That's Every a, time that they play. It's hard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I think they're the Steelers have more problems than just their diva wide receivers. With it's even with Chase Claypool now coming out and being a little bit of a, a little bit of a punk. Yeah, but I mean, he started off the year good as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't get your ass kicked and then go try to say, "Oh, y'all well, be here next week anyway." Talking to the Browns. I hope, Shut up. I hope they win. I hope they win. Honestly, I'm pulling for them. Me too. Um, man, they got a lot of COVID going on in the NBA right now. I don't know if you've Do they? seen anything no. about that. They've been having games canceled, this and that. I can honestly see the the season kind of getting pushed back a little bit because of that. You don't think they'll try to do a bubble like they did? They're not going to be able to. Not with all Not with regular teams. season, yeah. It's, it's going to be too hard. But once the playoffs would come around, they'll yeah, do a they, bubble again. Definitely. They're not going to do it for the – they're going to have to shut it down for two weeks or so. Because they literally – God damn, I can't say that word. They put in a rule. That you know how whenever people do free throws, they go and shake hands like in between, like yeah, I did hands. hear about that. They cannot touch hands in between free throws. Like, how is that gonna help with COVID at all? Right. Don't play basketball. They're all touching the same ball. They're like hitting each don't other. Don't don't touch hands, but you can still post up. Yeah, it makes zero fucking sense at all. Like, if it's that bad, push back the season for a minute. I mean, it's the same thing with you know. When you walk in to the restaurant, wear your mask, but as soon as you sit down, you can take it off. It's just something to make it look good. Yeah, the whole COVID situation. I mean, we could do a whole podcast just talking about how the stupidity. Oh, I don't, even, I don't even want to. I don't even want to touch that stupid shit. <laughs> we should just to get our opinions. <laughs> but because we could literally talk about it for an hour. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Urban Meyer signed with the Jags a few hours ago. I've seen that. It's going to be weird not seeing him in college. I think he's going to do great. I think so? I really do. And the transition, I mean, normally for coaches from coming from college to NFL normally doesn't work out. I think Irvin's different, though, because if you look at whenever he was at Utah, he ran a certain offense that just benefited the players he had, and he elevated certain players. Whenever he went to Florida, completely different offense. He just adapts his playbook and everything that he runs to whatever players he has around him. Yeah, and that's what any coach should do. You have to adapt at the end of the day. Yeah, and that's I think that's going to help him in the NFL. I think he's going to do great. But I think they should take Devontae Smith, number one, and just keep Minshew back there slinging him. That's just the number one pick. That's not gonna happen. No, it's not gonna <laughs> That's happen. That's not gonna happen. That's what I want to happen, but they're definitely going Trevor Lawrence, hundred ten percent. Yeah, hundred ten percent. No doubt. You can't pass up on him either. No. Uh, Saint Saints versus Tampa Bay. Man, it's hard to beat this team three times. Literally, I have that written down. It's hard right here. That's the first line. Hard to beat team three times. Especially in a row. whenever. The quarterback of that team you're trying to beat three times is Tom Brady. 
Exactly. But it's in the Superdome. I don't know how many fans are going to be there, if there's even going to be any because of COVID. So, I mean, that's a disadvantage right there. It's going to be hard. It's oh, going to be sure. very hard. I mean, luckily, uh, Alvin Kamara's been back a, another week. Michael Thomas got another week back in. It kind of, I don't know, I'm nervous and I'm excited all at the same time because it's going to be a really good game. I think it'll be. Uh, what day did they play? Saturday or Sunday? Is it Sunday? It's so, it's so hard to pick a game of the week this week because there are three really good ones and one that'll probably just be a straight ball uh, drag. Um, you have the games pulled up? No. Uh, I was trying to see. I think it it's really Sunday. don't matter. If you if, if you listen to this, I hope it's you, know, you can just look it up your damn self. <laughs> I hope it's Sunday at three o'clock. Because well, last week the game was Sunday at three o'clock, and I was at a certain place, in a certain spot. I need I'm I'm superstitious, so I like it whenever everything lines up like that. But since I'm gonna be in Universal Studios, I kind of hope it's at night so I can maybe go find that find the bar or something and go watch it at. Well, did you watch it last week? No, I was stuck at work. Well, don't oh. you don't you fucking watch it this week? <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I want to watch it. I was so mad that I couldn't no, watch yeah. it last week, but I was working. It. I was work, work, working straight overtime, so it really didn't bother me all that much. So, there's always something good about that. Yeah, um, that's about all I have for sports. Unless you want to talk about some more of the games, I just want to do on the fly picks: Browns, Bills, Saints, Rams. Those are my winners for this week. Okay, Browns, Bills. Who's the Bills playing? Ravens. Yeah, I'll go with that too. I'm not saying the Browns are going to win, but I'm saying they have a fucking chance. And that is weird to be saying against Kansas City. Oh, I want I want the chaos of Browns and Bills in the AFC Championship. Awesome. Like I said, I'm a, ch- I'm a child of chaos. I love it. Would you like to get into the main topic? or? Yeah. All right, let me hit this up. This week's main topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Main topic. Main topic. All right. So, you have an EP coming out tomorrow. Or, yeah, by the time they listen to it, it'll be today. But it's Thursday. So, coming out tomorrow. Um, just ask you a couple questions about it. So, what was the meaning behind the EP? Moving on. Um, see, I had been working on these songs for probably five or six months. Well, I made, they're at least five or six months old, all of the songs. And I kind of made them. And with all the music that I've put out and made up till recently, it's kind of all been stagnant all been not improving as much as I would like it to have to. So I kind of took a step back for about a month or two. and was like, you know what? If I'm going to do this music thing, I'm going to freaking, I'm going to learn how to fuck to make a good song. Really going to take my time with it. And basically moving on is 
I'm moving on from them songs because I've I've made them and I would hate to just throw them away at the end of the day. So I'm just saying moving on. I'm moving on from these songs. I never want to listen to them again, basically, because <laughs> I, I guarantee you, I'll probably listen <laughs> oh, to each every <laughs> one of those songs that's on that EP at least a hundred times, if probably well over that, honestly. Yeah. Probably yeah. a thousand times each, really. I just, I put so much time and effort to them. I was like, man, it would suck for me to just throw them away and let nobody ever hear them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's shit in those, like, the first song on it, uh, Keep Pushing. I don't know, I'm kind of just like, I say it in there, I'm I'm just talking to myself in the in the song, like, man, this is what you need to be mm-hmm. doing. Like, because that's a lot of what my music is, is like self-help, self-help, kind of trying to help myself, talk myself through situations. That's a bunch of what my music is. Um, there's two songs on of it, on it, uh, Run It Up and Heisenberg. I made those while I was uh, quarantined. I made a lot of music for those two yeah, weeks. that's that a lot of free time. A lot of the music that I've released has, was made within those two weeks. And those songs, if you kind of listen to them, they kind of got the same vibe and flow. If you listen to them, I say run it up, run it up a lot. For some fucking reason. I don't know why I did that shit. <laughs> but yeah, they kind of got the same vibe. Um, stubborn. Stubborn is the one that kind of hits home for me because I am a very stubborn person to change and stuff like that. I don't really. It's hard for me to change at the end of the day. But if you listen to the song, you kind of understand mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Kind of like a. Yeah, I can uh, relate. addiction problem and this and that. I get I really addicted to, to that. stuff that I do, like anything. It could be it literally could be anything, and I talk about that. Uh, Crash and burn. Crash and burn is a song that I really just didn't even want to re- release because I didn't really like it all that much. But it kind of it's it's grown on me because I like the beat a lot, but I didn't like the hook and this and that. Like all these songs, like. I didn't want to release them because there is flaws with them. I don't, I'm not in love with any of them like a hundred percent, but I figured I would release them anyway. I mean, I let you listen to that song earlier, the, yeah. the newer stuff, and I find it sounds a lot better than anything yeah, on this it's tape. It's got a little bit of a different vibe yeah. too. And that's, it's just improvement, man. Just trying yeah. to improve it. Oh, um, so. My next question was, what was your motivation and drive to putting out the EP? But I feel like you kind of answered that a little bit with that last answer. Yeah, moving on from these songs. Because the second that I put out those songs, because I, I like submitted them to all the uh, Apple Music and Spotify well over a month ago. Because I like to do it in advance, try and get on playlists and stuff. There's some behind-the-scenes things that it's, it's an advantage to putting it out early. And the second yeah. that I put them out, and it was like a relief off my shoulders. Like, I don't have to worry about these songs anymore. They're done with the ones that, because, like, I, I, there's probably, out of all the songs I've made, there's probably only five to ten of them that I will never release. And it's only because they're not up to par to even making this EP and stuff. Right. And those are, I'm fine with not releasing those. But these five, I was like, man, I feel like I had to release them because I put so much time yeah. into them. And uh, <clears throat> I may extend on that question and ask, what was your motivation to drive to start making music in the first place? 
I've Period. always had a passion for music, really. Like listening to music, because I find mu- different music motivates me, or music gets me hyped up, or stuff. Like it stimulates me in some type of way. And uh, so I always was like, man, I'm going to try and make music at one point in time. And uh, I had bought FL Studios probably four years ago, five years ago. And I didn't want to say that I was rapping. So I was like, well, I'm going to start making beats. When my whole plan was that I was going to make a beat and rap on it. But within about a week of the trying making beats, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> Dude, it is <laughs> so just, yeah, it's hard, man. I don't yeah, Shout out to the producers. Like, because y'all, dude, it's some oh, some okay. shit that you got to know. But, I mean, once you learn it, you you know how to do it. That's it, what it yeah. is. But, yeah. um, So, I did that, and I kind of pushed it away for years, years down the road. And it wasn't until the beginning of 2020, probably, probably about March, I, uh, I freestyled for Brandon. Brandon knocking. I was all drunk. I started freestyling. And I mean, I freestyled that whole fucking night. He's like, man, like, you can really fucking rap. Why don't you fucking record some shit? And like, I'll listen to that shit. And I woke up the next day and I kind of got, got to thinking. I was like, man, why the fuck not? Why not do it? So I started fucking exploring with FL Studios, this and that. Couldn't figure it out. I coach, I coach basketball. They had a kid on my team that was making music, too. And I asked him what he was doing with. He was doing it on his phone, with an app on the phone. So my first song, Fantasy, yeah. was recorded on my motherfucking phone. Right. Yeah. I remember y'all fucking I around with my that first app. Song, first few songs, actually, on the phone. So once I was able to figure out that app, it kind of translated into FL Studios. So it just it went yeah. smooth. And, yeah, and another reason that I really keeps me going now with the music is because, like, most of the music you listen to nowadays has no substance behind it. It's just talking about bullshit, drugs, money, guns, this yeah, and that. over a cool beat. Yeah, which, I mean, that's some of it's cool, but, like, I like to get something out of my music. Like, I hope people listen to my music and actually, like, get something out of it. Like, my dad called me today and was telling me about the song Stubborn. He's like, man, that shit hit home. Like, I felt like he was talking about me almost type stuff and i was like yeah it's just real life situations yeah, like I, could, I think that one will hit home with a lot of people after listening to it yeah i could i could, it was like i could see why it would hit home because i mean it hit home with me every time i listened to the damn thing so speaking of specific songs on the ep do you have a favorite one one that you kind of relate to or like more than the um, others it'd probably be keep pushing would probably be my favorite one because i just kind of like how i talk to myself in the verse on that one i don't know i just like how the verse right. came out plus i got a music video dropping to it so yeah it'd probably be that one why did you feel the need to drop a video along I with the ep put a face behind the music at some point i mean it's only a matter of time i mean i've already dropped six songs before this just singles now i'm dropping the ep yeah i mean i guess it's just time to put a face behind the music a little bit Put myself out there more. Take more risks. Fucking just go for the damn right. thing. Are there any artists that influence your style or the way you not necessarily portray your message? I mean, I listen to a bunch of different music, but I wouldn't say there's like one main person that I listen to that's like, oh, I want to sound like this. I want 
Because, like, normally I'll just put on a beat that I think I like and then just kind of start freestyling to it. And then I'll write off of that. Right. So it's kind of however my flow comes out. I'm not looking up certain beats or anything like that. Like, I, I got a few different producers that I get beats from and stuff like that. So I'll kind of just get their beats, listen to them, and kind of make whatever I make out of it. Not trying to sound like anybody. I'm just A-Rod. <laughs> yeah. I respect the hell out of that. Um, Where was your mind at in the process of making an EP? So, like, emotionally and shit, if you feel like touching on yeah, that. Yeah, well, it kind of bounces around. I mean, I'm not the same. I feel like I'm different every damn day when I wake up in the morning almost. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just, whatever that mood is at that time, that's kind of the song that I make. Like, I may keep pushing. I'll go a little more detail into the lyrics on that one. Um, When I first go in on the song, I'm kind of talking about me not feeling like I'm there enough. Like, what you want from me? Uh, it's hard to explain, man. Like, I feel like I'm not there enough for my family and my, uh, like, my little brother and this and that and friends. I'm just not there enough. Almost, mm-hmm. but it's like, what you want from me? I got no time. I'm focused on these funds so I can live in luxury. Like I'm, I'm so focused on myself sometimes. I don't know, and it's like I mean, each song is different. Like when I, I made Run It Up, like I was in a good ass mood when I made that one, so that you can kind of feel a little more upbeat. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's just it all depends on the day, man. For real. Well. Yeah, make sure y'all go listen to the EP, man. I appreciate everybody that listens to my music, the the podcast, everything. Everybody that supports, man, really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm ready to see the feedback on the EP for real. I think it's gonna be good. I think so too, but I'm not not getting my hopes too high. This and that, I'm just, <laughs> you know, even kill. So, so yeah, yeah. Uh, make sure y'all share it and shit like that. Kind of, y'all don't understand how much just retweets and shit like that helps us even with the podcast man just getting getting it out there for us it helps out y'all help us out we help y'all out shit that's kind of how it goes type deal um yeah man you got anything else for the podcast this week um not really no (laughs) so i got it all out right all right well that was i really had to get that foreign thing out (laughs) i'm tired of holding that in thinking about that all week Oh, yes. God. Every time she talks in a different language, I'm like, Bah Well, uh make sure y'all tag us on Twitter. Trent is bald. And uh guess uh peace out. See y'all in a week or so. Mm-hmm.